वेलकम टू स्टडी आई क्यूज इनिशिएटिव द पॉडकास्ट इन टूडेज एपिसोड वी आर गोइंग टू डिस्कस इंडियन जुडिशरी सर फर्स्ट थिंग्स फर्स्ट कैन यू गिव अस सम ब्रीफ इन्फॉर्मेशन अबाउट इंडियन जुडिशरी द इंडियन जुडिशरी इज अ कोर्ट सिस्टम दैट एनालाइजेस एंड अप्लाइज द लॉ इन द रिपब्लिक ऑफ इंडिया इंडिया हैज अ कॉमन लॉ सिस्टम दैट वॉज फर्स्ट इस्टेब्लिश बाई ब्रिटिश ईस्ट इंडिया कंपनी एंड हैज सिंस बीन इन्फ्लुएंस्ड बाई अदर कलोनियल पावर्स Indian princely states customs from ancient and medieval periods as well as other legal systems the indian judiciary will be one united system according to the constitution officers oversees and supervise the judicial system in india in this regard the governor appoints judges for the lower courts based on the high court's recommendations on the advice of the collegium the president of india appoints judges to the high courts and supreme courts as well today's episode will cover all necessary details about the indian judiciary along with the role of the judicial system in india the indian government is supported by three pillars the first is legislature the second is executive and the third is judiciary which we are going to discuss in this episode in india the judiciary is independent the judiciary's operation cannot be hampered by the other branches of the government the judiciary is part of the government which is responsible for the interpretation of law resolving conflicts and providing justice to all citizens the judiciary is seen as the protector of constitution and the watchdog of democracy an unbiased and independent court is very very essential for any democracy to thrive the indian judiciary is an example of independent judicial system this means that the legislative and executive branches of government do not meddle or interfere with the judiciary's ability to carry out its duties for establishing justice for everybody the other organs respect the judiciary's decision and they do not question or interfere with it in this regard judges can carry out their responsibilities without fear or any favor the judiciary's independence does not imply that it operates capriciously or without any oversight judiciary is ultimately answerable to the nation's constitution and its people in this regard for maintaining the judiciary independent the constitution has a number of clauses that guarantee the preservation and the protection of the judiciary's independence sir after understanding these provisions we are eager to learn about history of our judiciary the home court earlier in the history of indian judiciary was the lowest court which initiated by the family mediator and the judge along with the highest pillar that is the king the primary responsibility of monarch was to dispense justice with the assistance of his ministers and advice due to the advancement of civilizations the task of rulers were tasked to the judges as they were supposed to have an understanding of the vedas judges were administered based upon dharma the system of rules determining the duties that a person must satisfy in their life traditions acted as a foundation of the ordinances in the law system this process continued until the mughal era however during the mughal era the new office emerged the name of the office was qazi office which was liable for the disbursement of the justice during the mughal period A qazi was appointed for a big town as well as the regional capitals. The qazis held the practices in the presence of the groups or parties and were anticipated to be carefully drafted their legal papers. 
the highest court of appeal was in the hands of the king again however the british came and substituted the method of justice by disabling the older one now the new invention of british of the common law system in india was presented by british again and they also found the sadar diwani adalat followed by the setting up of high courts in different parts of the country in this regard in the year 1862 calcutta had the first high court which was followed by bombay and madras eventually thereafter as per the government of india act 1935 the national court was established which was having a broader jurisdiction as compared to the high courts established earlier in recent times also the current indian judicial system greatly depends on the common law system which was introduced by british sir can you throw some light on hierarchy of courts in indian judicial system the nature of judicial system in india is based upon hierarchy there are predominantly four layers of order the first uppermost layer is supreme court the second is high court the third is subordinate courts and the fourth is alternative dispute resolution mechanisms such as tribunals nay panchayat and lok adalats a single integrated judicial system operates in india the supreme court is the apex of the pyramid shaped structure that makes up india's judicial system districts and subordinate courts are below to the high court the upper courts directly supervise how the lower courts are running in this regard we will try to separately understand what is supreme court and what are the provisions for it the supreme court of india was founded on january 28 in the year 1950 and is considered as the nation's biggest court as it is the final court of appeal both initial cases and plea against any high court judgment is allowed in the supreme court the chief justice of india along with 25 judges comprises the supreme court the indian constitution sets the supreme court's authority in article 124 to article 147 in this regard we will try to understand about high courts the highest judicial body at the state level is high court the jurisdiction of high court is summarized in article 214 in india there are total 25 high, high courts only have criminal or civil jurisdiction if the states lower court are unable to handle these cases even pleas from the lesser courts may be attended by high courts as an appellate jurisdiction on advice from the chief justice of india the chief justice of high courts and the governor of state the president of india appoints the judges of high court the next layer of judiciary is district courts the state government of india makes district courts for each district or bunch of districts according to the number of cases and population density to that district high court decisions are binding on the district courts which are directly under their control the district courts are commonly of two kinds of courts one is civil courts another is criminal courts district judges are responsible for the district courts depending on the extent of the cases extra district judges and the assistant district judges may be selected for the disbursement of the justice the high court attends request against district courts verdict also the next layer is about lok adalat and village courts these village level subordinate courts offer a method for alternative conflict resolution in villages they are also referred as the people's court these adalat comprises of judicial officers that may be operational or retired along with the additional individuals as defined by the central government 
her judicial position was granted on the lok adalat by the legal service authorities act 1987 the lok adalat has jurisdiction over pending lawsuits for which the adalat is summoned before the tribunals the next layer is about tribunals the constitution gives the executive branch the authority to establish specialized tribunals to handle particular situations such as involving taxes real estate etc tribunals may be quasi judicial or judicial in nature the aim of the tribunal was to lower the burden and aid the customary court which were present at the lower strata article 323a authorizes parliament to set up state and central level administrative tribunals and article 323b offers a subject cases list for which the tribunals are appointed by state legislature or even union parliament sir appellate jurisdiction is one of the standing features of our judicial system so can you indicate some provisions related to it and also we are curious to understand do all the courts have the power of appellate jurisdiction no all the courts do not have the appellate jurisdiction because appellate jurisdiction means is the power of a court to rehear or reconsider a case determined by the lower courts which is referred to it as an appellate jurisdiction the supreme court and high courts of india both only have appellate authority they have the power to either reverse or sustain lower courts rulings there are three different jurisdiction of the supreme court they are advisory appellate and original sir thank you for giving us the information dear listeners it is time to call it quits for this episode of the podcast in the next episode we will discuss another topic which is relevant for your exam so stay connected with study iq and keep studying you can listen to study iq presents the podcast on all the audio streaming platforms like spotify hubhopper apple podcast google podcast etc links are pinned in the comment section below thank you